Um, counting macros is great if you understand what the macros are doing when you eat them. You know, yeah. the process of, of, of digestion and how the body digests and why it's digesting it and how to speed your metabolism up and what food speeds your metabolism up. You have to know these things. You have to understand your genetics. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hi, everyone. Guess what? It is Fitness Friday, and I am so excited to get started today because I've been getting a lot of questions from you guys about what your workout routine should look like and what changes you should make. And so I get to have an awesome conversation with Coach Idris, and I'm just going to play his intro for you so that you know all of his qualifications, because this guy is insane with his qualifications, and you guys need to know this. So, Coach Idris is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer with 25 years experience. Idris specializes in women's fitness through NASM. He is a nutritional counselor, certified EMT, and LVN. He has worked helping hundreds of clients, from high school to professional athletes and housewives to CEOs of companies, to achieve their weight loss and fitness goals. He is the former 2002 Mr. USA bodybuilding champion with 20 years of competition history, an Air Force military veteran where he served in Desert Storm as a combat medic. I want to bring Coach Idris on. Hi, Coach Idris. How are you? Hey, I want to meet that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a friend of mine, you know. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm excited to get started today because I have been getting a ton of questions about this. And I... I know this is going to be a little bit more fit towards me and everybody's going to be different. So I encourage all of you guys to go over to his page. I'm going to have all of his links join his groups because there is so much information for you guys to learn. And he's giving that away because he wants to help you and because it's what he does. And if you want extra help, he's there for you. So let's get started. All right. So listen here, young lady. Um, you know, the one thing I like what you're trying to do is you're, you're stepping up your game. You're, you're taking it to the next level. Um, the one thing that most people that I've, you know, helped over the years who are doing like you, who's really working hard, it comes a point when you don't know any more than what you know, and you're not going to get any better than what you're getting, even if you work harder. Because if you don't really know the diet and understand why diets work, why carbs work. Like you said, you were counting your macros, you know, like Bailey, I'm counting my macros. I'm like, and what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> you know, um, counting macros is great. If you understand what the macros are doing when you eat them, you know, yeah. the process of, of, of digestion and how the body digests and why it's digesting it and how to speed your metabolism up and what food speeds your metabolism. Up. You have to know these things. You have to understand your genetics you know, your age, your gender, your nationality, your body type, um, your muscularity, your lean tissue, as opposed to where your body fat is, all that matters on what I feed you. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go into, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and start designing your program. Okay. Okay. Um, you had a, a guy or a person, I can't remember, you put your picture up. We talked about this a couple of seconds ago. Yeah. You put the picture up and, uh, you put your, your now, you now, 
and your your goal, your goal physique. And I call it a goal physique because it's not a goal weight. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what that young lady weighs. And I don't care. And you don't care because she looks good. Right. <laughs> so this isn't about how much you weigh. This is about creating a look that you want. Um, but he said to you, you know, you're close to that now. And what did I tell you when I got when, when we got on the on the on the call? Like you're not even close at all. <laughs> and I agree because I've been going to the gym and I'm like, I'm starting to see muscles that I haven't ever noticed or ever seen before, but I still have a long ways to go. Uh, yeah. Like I told you that story when I was I looked great. I was doing bodybuilding shows. I take second, third, first at some, but I never won the whole show. And the guy and I finally said, I, I need more. I don't know enough. So I went to that guy and he goes, You look, yeah, he goes, you look good. I go, Yeah, but I don't look great. <laughs> I just look good. And that's the thing. Um, the reason I say you're not even close, what I mean by that is for what you're trying to achieve from where you are, it's still a long journey. Yeah. And it's actually harder than people think. Mm -hmm. It ain't harder from, let's say you were 30 pounds overweight, 40 pounds overweight. Is it harder than that? Not necessarily. But if you were just trying to go from, let's say you were 40 pounds overweight to where you are now, that's easier than what you're trying to do right now. Believe it or not, to go from from thirty pounds overweight to where you are now. Now, if you're trying to go from 30, 40 pounds to where you want to be, of course, that's a longer journey. But it's easier to do to go from thirty, forty pounds to where you are now than where you are now to where you want to go. Yeah. And I mentioned it before. And actually, I'll send you a video of Kelly. I had a client named Kelly. I've known her for years. She kind of reminds me of you, where she always worked out. You know, she was always working out ever since I've known her. Trying to lean out. Trying to lean out. And all she would really do is get skinnier. She would just get smaller and skinnier and smaller and skinnier. And one day I said, you know, do you, I said, what do you, tell me what your diet's like. And she wasn't eating nearly enough food. So I put her on a diet and also she, she wasn't training properly. Like I had to do my zoom. Cause I do it. You know, I do a zoom boot camp in the mornings and in the afternoons with, with, uh, with women mostly mm -hmm. um, they do it from home or they, they'll go to a gym and they'll just put their phone up so I can see them. And I put them through their workouts and I gave her a free week, which anybody that's watching, just let me know and we can, I'll give you a free week. And she couldn't believe how much she, she was like, I feel like I haven't, I've been doing it. I've been doing it wrong for 20 years. She goes, you taught me more in a week than I've learned in 20 years. Wow. Yeah. You know, and she was like, I feel, and she was really upset. I mean, there's people, you, you're going to, you might feel the same way when we hit the gym. <laughs> um, they get really upset because they've been, you know, she's busting her butt, you know? She's working yeah. a behind off. She's doing everything she's reading and, and nothing's really working. And then she, then I train her and put her through a workout. And she's like, just the hand positions, the elbow positions, the posture that you have. Man. She goes, I never heard any of this. I never heard any of this. I'm like, no, because magazines are basically with blind. I've done when I was in when I was doing my thing, 2000 to 2007, I was in five publications a month for seven years. OK, muscle and fitness. Uh, Iron Man, Muscle Mag, Muscle Development, Flex, all of these publications, okay? Yeah. Putting my work, you know, doing chest workout, this. We can't get, it's hard to get into detail when you're writing a, an article. Yeah. So normally we put five reps, 15 reps, three sets, you know, we do stuff like that. That mm -hmm. is not even, that's not even a half, that's not even half the story. How we're doing it, how we're squeezing, yeah. posture, tempo, you know, when to go up in weight, when to not go up in weight, 
you know, all these type of things you really can't, they're individualized that, you know, like when we, when we start to train, I'm just going by feel I'm watching and going, okay, she can do more. Oh, she can't do more. Drop that weight. Your form is too bad. Mm -hmm. Give me 12. If you can give me 12, you can give me 10 on the next one, a little bit more weight. Well, I want to go up. No, you can't go up because your form was starting to fade towards the end. You know, those are things that you can't put in the magazine. It has to happen on the fly. Yeah. So that's so when we train, that's what I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you how to increase your intensity. Most people think, um, I, I want to build muscle, I want to tone. This is what most women say. I want to tone. So should I go lightweight, high rep? No. What do you mean? Tone is building muscle. The only thing that you know what tone is? Tone is, is and I have to teach you the 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 wording too, the vernacular, the the lingo, so to speak. Uh-huh. Your, how you look is called your condition, okay? There's full house, there's defined, there's cut, there's ripped, there's shredded, and there's sliced, okay? So a full house is, is you, you know, you're just kind of a blob. There's no cuts, no definition to you. You don't see anything. Then there's defined. You see some shape. You see a little bit of shape. You see, like, you can see the pecs, but nothing's sticking out, you, but you can see it. Mm -hmm. Cut. Now you're starting to see the muscle. You're starting to see shoulder, tricep, bicep. You see each individual pec. You see an outline of the abs. They're not deep, but an outline of it. Yeah. Then you get to ripped. Ripped, you see it all. You see every You see every muscle, but they're not crystal clear, but they're very clear. Then, then you get to shredded. Shredded, you see, that's what the bodybuilders are. When you see us on stage, those pictures of me, that's shredded and sliced. And that's all body fat percentage. I love that you're saying this because I put out a question to everybody this morning and I got some great responses. I asked them what their workout looked like and where they were putting their focus percentage wise. And most everybody puts so much into the cardio when they want to build muscle or they're afraid that if they start building muscle, that all of a sudden they're going to look like you up on stage. Right. <laughs> and I think that's the craziest thing is just like what we talked about in the beginning. That's a lot of hard work. You're not going to lift some weights twice a week and get to that level. If it was that easy, I would be looking awesome. Already, right? <laughs> and also and also it's an understanding like when that person said to you, um, you're close to that now. People don't understand what they're looking at. Yeah. When you look at me on stage, they don't know what they're looking at. I had a I had people say that to me. Oh, I don't want to lift heavy. I said, lifting heavy doesn't make you big. And people think that. Mm -hmm. People think the heavier you lift, the more weight you lift, the bigger you get. That is scientifically and biologically impossible. Impossible. The more you lift, the more calories you burn. The more calories you burn, the more weight you lose. Right? Isn't, isn't this about caloric burn, burning energy? Mm -hmm. So how can heavier weight create mass? It can't. If I told you to, to if, I, if, two, if you had a Volkswagen bug, I, I always use this as an analogy. You have a Volkswagen bug and you have a, a, an Escalade, okay? Uh -huh. And they both run out of gas. And you have to push each, you have to push it to a gas station. Which one's going to burn more calories? 
<laughs> well, if I can move the... <laughs> if, you, if you can move the Escalade at all. <laughs> so, so which one's going to make you lose more weight? Um, the Escalade for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So how can lifting something heavy create mass? And the one that. thing... And the one thing that we all see right in front of our very eyes that we don't even think about, mm -hmm. United, the United States of America has a huge issue when it comes to health and fitness. We have a huge issue in what area? Obesity. Mm -hmm. People who are obese are what? Large. They're big. How did they get that way? Lifting weights? <laughs> right. So we're putting our thoughts in, okay, I'm going to get bigger by lifting weights. But really, when we put that stuff in our mouth, we're actually getting bigger. I you don't get that. big without eating. <laughs> like, like, think of, you can't get bigger if you don't eat. So mm -hmm. if you lift weights all day long and never ate, how can you get, you can't get bigger. You're going to get smaller because you're burning, 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 and you're not replacing, replacing, replacing. So when you look at a professional bodybuilder, the reason we're so big is because we eat the whole cow, not half the cow, <laughs> the entire cow. <laughs> and we have to eat that much to grow. Otherwise, we won't grow. We have to eat. I ate three pounds of chicken a day when I was competing. Wow. Because I, I was trying to get bigger. Because mm -hmm. at the beginning, I'm lifting and lifting, and I got strong real fast. But I didn't grow. I didn't grow till I learned about eating. And then I would just overeat and overeat and overeat, but I was eating the wrong stuff. Beans and rice. I was. I didn't understand carbs. I didn't understand insulin. Yeah. I didn't understand sodium. I didn't understand hormones. I didn't understand nothing. So I'm just reading in the books, and I'm doing what the books are saying. The books aren't telling you that stress makes you hold water. It's not telling you about the sodium aspect of it. It's not talking about insulin levels. It's not talking about none of the other. There's a whole lot of stuff that makes you gain weight. But most people address only the food. They don't address the other six things that make you hold on to weight. Yeah. See, that's why people have, a tr have struggles losing weight because they only address food. Well, I'm going to head and, and um, my food, my food, my food. And they usually go the wrong way. They go less, less, less. Yeah, you're going to lose weight, and then you're going to stop losing weight, and then what do you do? Pass out? <laughs> or go back to your old eating habits, and you put your weight back on. Yeah. Because most people don't understand what they're doing. I love when people say, oh, my friend gave me this diet and made her lose weight. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not her. And did she lose muscle? Because muscle, remember, muscle's denser than fat. You can actually lose weight and increase your body fat because you lost muscle. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is I would always go on these different diet plans and I would find like the magic pill and stuff. Right. Like when I right after I had my babies and I was wanting to slim down and these things would work for me. And then I'd give them to other people and they would get frustrated because they wouldn't work for them. So I love that you're talking about this because I think that's a huge thing that people don't realize and that they need to find something that works for them. So I love that. And also, you don't. You, the worst way to eat is off of calories. It's the worst. You know, I've how many people? Oh, I did this fifteen hundred calorie diet. Oh, I'm, I'm on a twelve hundred calorie diet. You know what the you know the first thing I ask them? How many? Cal how, how do you know that's going to work? And they normally tell me because it helped it help work with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing. 
And secondly, I'm like, so don't don't you have to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight? Yes. How many calories do you burn? I don't know. So if you don't know how many calories you burn, how do you know how many calories to eat? Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You're eating 1,200 calories, but you're only burning 30. You're overeating by 1,170 calories. Wow. You're overeating. Yeah. Just because you're doing 1,200 calories don't mean you're burning them all. Yeah. And don't believe those stupid treadmills. I got uh, <laughs> help. I know what? I'm going to bust, bust some bubbles right now. <laughs> Give it to me, Andres. Give it I'm to me. Some bubbles. <laughs> I'll keep it to myself. I don't want to give people too much. Time. They'll be crying when I finish. <laughs> Is it lying to me? <laughs> well, you just you do you do the you do the the you figure it out. I'll let you figure this out. You get on a, you get on a treadmill or any piece of equipment, and you punch in what your, your weight. age, yeah. your weight, uh, height. Sometimes no, not height, right? I don't think height. Not height. What else do you punch in? Age, weight, and so, usually time, and it's something that it's something yeah. to do with the workout, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then you get on the treadmill, and then you set it to a number, let's say three point with an eight percent incline, and it starts rolling. Okay, you get on it, and you start walking, and you grab, and your heart rate goes up, whatever, and it's reading off a caloric burn based mm -hmm. off your heart rate and your age, and your weight. You're 39, right? Going on 40. Yep. You weigh what? Right now, I'm at 133. 133. Is everyone who's 39 that weighs 133 that is going, that's heart rate is at 120, are, gonna, are they all going to burn the same amount of calories? No, they're not. Because you can have somebody that's short and stocky with those same numbers. Yeah. You can have somebody that's really tall and skinny with those same numbers. Y'all ain't all burning the same amount of calories, but the machine is telling you you are. It doesn't take an account for the lean body mass of the person. It doesn't take an account that this yeah. is a black man. This is a man, not a woman. Yeah. It doesn't take account of any of that stuff. It's just a preset number that just goes by the basic standards that they that they set with the um with at the FDA. Like the you like the basic, you know, you're a 5'11, 70 year old man, you should weigh this. My number, you know what my ideal weight is? 175. I am 95, I'm 90 pounds overweight. Wow. <laughs> 90. I am. I'm 90 pounds overweight, but yet my body fat's 13%. It's so crazy. So in according to their numbers, I'm obese. Yeah. I'm not even obese. I'm morbidly obese, according to them. <laughs> so, I think so this, wrong. <laughs> so this is why, might be a little wrong. So this is why you know, those treadmills are they don't they don't they can't tell you what you are. So that's why I don't even go by it. I tell you how to I give you breathing tests. I tell you how to breathe when you do cardio. Because there's a certain amount, like 60% of your max is fat burning, 80% is muscle burning. Cardio. So when you go too hard, you actually burning more muscle than you are body fat. You have to actually have a lower number with your heart rate for body fat than you do when you're burning, when you're doing cardio, because regular, like for running marathons and that, it has to be higher, but that burns a lot of muscle. So when you're trying to do a bodybuilding event, 
It's all about muscle. So you can't be using, you can't burn your muscle that way. You want to use your muscle when you train. You want to build it back the way you eat and the way you rest. And you want to, when you do your cardio, you only want the stored fat to be utilized. So all of this stuff. So this is why it's not easy. This is why it's not easy. This is why you can't just go up there. And most people go up and they hope it works. That's what you've been doing. You go into the gym, you work hard, and you go, let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you know that? <laughs> I, did, I, did it for, I did it for years. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> until, until one day I was like this, I need to know what's going to happen so I'm not wasting my time. Because otherwise, think about it. This is what happened with me. I went to the gym. I started reading magazines. I was competing. I was training, working hard, trying bodybuilding shows. And one day I was like, I'm not really changing. I got to a point where I didn't know anything else. And I was pretty much looking the same every time. And I was like, until I learn more, and it's not, and you're not going to read it anywhere. You're not going to read it. When I'm a, what we're going to do, you're not going to read half of it anywhere. It's only stuff that I learned through my process. Yeah. That's it. That I learned through my process. So, so. The first thing we got to do with you, the reason I say it's hard is because you can't, if if I just took the body fat off of you to make you, to show your definition, you would be so skinny. You would, your, your husband would come out and choke me. <laughs> yeah, he would. He likes my curves. <laughs> exactly. He'd be like, what in the world? <laughs> and that's what Kelly was like. Kelly, I'm like, Kelly, we can't, if I just trimmed you down, you would be so skinny. You'd be furious. She goes, no, I want to be toned. I want, I'm like, okay, so we have to bring your muscle up without your body fat going up. Yeah. So the same thing with you. I have to bring your muscle up because your, your measurements are pretty close to that picture. Your size is close to that picture, but your muscularity is not yeah. because you see her muscle. You see her detail in her arms. You see the detail in her abs. That's because she has more muscle pushing against her skin than you do. Yeah. So her actual muscles, her muscle bellies are larger than yours. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. So we have to bring your muscle up. And as we bring your muscle up, the way we train and diet will bring your body fat down. Okay. I don't want to bring your body fat down with cardio because then you just get small. I want to bring your body fat down with diet and how we train and then tinker with the cardio and play with the cardio. But I don't want the cardio to be the reason. I want the diet and the training to be the reason. And the cardio, just give it that little kick in the butt, just that little extra, a little extra something, something. Okay. Like with, with Kelly, I don't think I, I think she didn't, I didn't have her do any cardio. And, and she leaned out, got more muscular, got more energy, started hiking again. Her body, her butt got toned. Her arms got toned. I don't think I had to do any cardio. I like it. <laughs> I didn't say that to you. I said that to Kelly. <laughs> we'll find out if you don't need <laughs> Everybody's different. You might need cardio. Like me, I did best when I did a lot of cardio. But I had, I'm not a big eater. I do not like to eat, okay? Mm -hmm. So it, my bodybuilding career was very difficult. Because I'm not an eater. When most bodybuilders love eating, so it's great for them. Yeah. I'm not one of. I love training. I didn't like eating. Yeah. So what he had me eat was very hard to do. They wanted me to eat more, and I just said, "Look, I can't do it. I can't do it." And said, "Well, you got pretty freaking big eating like my, my part in the language." But a friend of mine, the guy goes, "You eat like a little bitch, dude." <laughs> 
I go, what do you mean? He goes, you don't eat nothing. Like they were, I'm serious. My friends would out eat me by twice, two, three times. Wow. And I was bigger than all of them. And that's when I also learned everybody's so, I can eat less than them, but build, but build bigger muscle than them, hmm. which is weird. But that was my body. Yeah. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So even, even amongst us bodybuilders, what works for all of us is different. So that's why with you, like, you know, I, I said with Kelly, I don't think I really, she had, she, I just, just the training, her body just received the training so well that mm -hmm. she just, we started her diet out. She was 143 when we started. 12 weeks into the program, she was where she wanted to be. And she was still 143, except wow. she looked completely different. I love it. I'll send you a testimonial and you can see how she talks about it. She, she, she was, she just, it was, you know, she was the happiest she's been. And she's Kelly's 49, 48 at the time, hmm. you know, and for women, I tell these women, get in the best shape of your life before you hit 50. Cause for y'all, it gets harder at 50. And just so you guys know, he works with women over 40 all the time. My, that's a bulk this of my clientele. Golden information. So listen up. Yeah, I, that's my bulk of my con my business from 25 years is women, you know, obese. I had a woman that was 277, four foot 11, 57 years old, got it down to 143. Wow. 140. I had a woman, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, she's in uh, LA. Can't think of her name right now. But she uh, 62 years old. When we were done, she was back in her high school weight. Her high school. <laughs> I love it. That is so awesome. High school. Because I took because women don't realize something. Just because you put weight on doesn't mean you're not the person you were before you put it on. Yeah. That person's still there. Everybody always says, Well, I'm too old to look like that again. No, you're not. No, you're not. You your bones didn't grow. Everything around you grew. Everything around your bones grew, but your bone structure is the same. You can put you can put 150 pounds on your frame, but your frame isn't is still exactly the same. Yeah. So you can get right back down to whatever whatever it is you were when you were at your best if you were over 18 years old. You you know if you're 15, we can't count that because you're not done growing. <laughs> but when you're done growing, you can go back to that same size that you were when you were 21, 22 years old. Everybody can. I can too. You know, it'd be harder for me because I got to get rid of actual muscle because yeah. I have way too much muscle, but I can still get there. I can get down to 175 if I wanted to. You know, it's just a matter of losing the muscle, which means less calories and burning the calories without eating the food. You see what I mean? Yeah. To grow, I, I the workouts never change when we compete. My off-season training regimen was the same as the pre-contest. Hmm. Only thing that changed was my diet. Okay. So when I was bulking up, I was eating more carbs. When I was leaning out, I was eating less carbs. Huh, I never realized that. That's that's, that's the only thing that changes for you. you just huh. change our diet. Yeah. And I so I'm 285 in the off season by eating more carbs, a little less protein. And then when I start my diet, I start cutting the sugars out. I increase my protein and lower my carbs, and then I lose 30 pounds and get on stage. Wow. And then after the contest, I put my weight back on by putting carbs back in, and I go back up to 285. And that's the that's the that's it. We get up, lose 30, 12 weeks, come back up, back to our norm, try to put some more muscle on, do it again. And every off season, you're trying to add a little muscle, five pounds here, two pounds here. Because it's hard to once you get to your full frame, if you can get on five pounds a year, you're lucky. Hmm. 
a year. That's why a lot of people think they're going to get real muscular quick. New. No. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to build lean. Because think about lean muscle tissue. You're building, think about 15 pounds of lean meat. Think of 15 pounds of meat, red meat with no fat in it. You got to build all of that from a microscopic cell. 15 pounds from a microscopic cell with food and weights. Hmm. So, so this is not something that just happens because you try really hard. <laughs> you know, you're going to get some success. Like it helps you to understand it a little bit better because I think a lot of some of the things that I hear back from people are I've had people comment to me and say, even, well, your genetics are better than mine. And I know that genetics can play in um, certain areas, but I do. What is your thought on that? I do believe that people sometimes use that as an excuse. Or it is, Anytime you tell someone, anytime you come up with a reason why you can't do something, it's an excuse, whatever it is. Whatever it is. If you, I can't do it because of this. I can't. Well, did you even try to do it? I had people tell me exercise doesn't work for me. I'm like, really? It works for everybody else but you. This is what they'll say to me. Now, you know, I've heard, you know, I've heard it all. <laughs> they'll say to me, well, you know, I worked out and I changed my diet and I did it. And I'm like, how long did you do that? I did it for three weeks. I did it for three months. I'm like, how about three to five years, five days a week, consistent with the right nutritional program? Try that one. Because that works for everybody. <laughs> I know I don't know anybody that doesn't work for. Yeah. You need 3 to 5 years of correct training and a, the right eating program. You anybody that does that will see major success. But you have to actually want that. That doesn't come easy. You have to actually change your habits, which is what you're going to ex you're going to experience now. Everything you normally do, you have to change it. And that's why it's so difficult. Because right now we just do autopilot. We get up, we brush our teeth, we take our pills, we da 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 da. We're on autopilot. Now I'm now we got to break that up. Oh, now I got to make my oatmeal. Oh, now I got to make my sugar. Oh, now I got to do this. Oh, it's not autopilot anymore. But once you do it for a while, that becomes your new autopilot. And that's what people never get to. They never get to a, their new autopilot. Like I have an autopilot completely different than my autopilot when I was competing. I have an auto when I was competing was different from when I was a, ch a child. Mm -hmm. My autopilot continues to change with the lifestyle that I want to create for my physique. So I look at my life. I go like this. Okay. What do I want for my physique? And then I make the lifestyle that matches that. See what I mean? Yeah. You know, now that I'm 56 years old, I don't compete no more. I don't need to be like that, but I still want to be my best at 56 mm -hmm. at 60. I always tell people, I had one guy hit me up and he goes, hey, Idris, how do you do it? How do you stay motivated? I said, I made a conscious decision to be the best I can be to the day I die. And that means I have to continue to learn. I have to continue to educate myself. I have to continue to exercise. I have to continue to eat right. I have to continue to be a better person. You know, <laughs> learn how to be a better father, a better boyfriend, a better husband. It's all encompassing. Once it's you really can get your head right and you have the mindset you can change your thinking from having that fear mindset to be able to change it, to think that you can actually accomplish anything in your life. 
And that's what I love about how much fitness actually plays into so many other aspects of your life. It's the strongest mental change you can make is controlling the fork because most people cannot. Mm-hmm. That's one of the, you know, that's, <laughs> that's one of the reasons I got into bodybuilding because yeah. I was like, very few people can control what they eat. And for me to be good at this, I have to. And I liked doing something that most people cannot do. I actually like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why I got into it. It was so hard. First time I did it, I was like, okay, that was hard. That really sucked. I'm going to do that again. Because if I can get good at this, I'll be a different kind of person. I was 24 years old when that, no, 25, 24, 25, when I did my first show. And I was like, yeah. I fell in love. I fell in love with how hard it was. I love that. You're, you have a mind like me. And when I was, since it's going to be my 40th birthday and I'm doing this as a gift to myself, I wanted it to be really hard. I didn't want it to be something easy because there's so many things out there that I could have picked that would be like, take four weeks and I would be there. Right. And I knew this was going to be a really hard journey. And you're going to be a better person when you get there. Yeah. You're going to be a more confident person. And it's one thing that's going to happen for you. That happens to, I tell every client, I said, I've never had a client say to me once we reach their goal, you know, Idris, I am so pissed that I look this good. I've never, <laughs> I just, I haven't, I'm so mad at the diet. I'm, they've never complained about the work that they had to do. Not oh. one. They were complaining while they were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I expect that. I expect them, I expect them to cheat. I expect them to make mistakes. Like they'll cheat and they'll beat themselves up. And I'm like, stop beating yourself up. You think I didn't expect this? (laughs) (laughs) I get phone calls in the middle of the night. Ah, I need carbs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, you don't need carbs. You just need more. I had this one lady, she calls me, Patrice, I need carbs. I go, no, you don't. You need more food. Because when you eat healthy, not healthy, when you eat clean, because you're going to eat clean. Mm -hmm. When you eat clean, you're never full. And most people are used to eating till they're full. I don't eat till I'm full. I eat till I'm content. I never eat till I'm full, ever. I stopped doing that decades ago. I only eat till I'm content. Only time that I overstuffed myself was when I was bodybuilding because I had to. Yeah. But I only eat till I'm content. And it's so such more- an interesting change, right? I've been starting to do more of that. And I don't, after I go out and eat or when I make a meal, I don't feel sick afterwards. I actually feel better for the meal instead of wanting to sit down on the couch and just sit my butt down for the rest of the night and not be motivated to do anything again. When you overeat, you go into that that place where there's too much insulin in your body. Mm-hmm. And when too much insulin gets secreted, it makes you tired. Mm-hmm. And that's when at that two o'clock, everybody, two o'clock in the afternoon, they get tired. It's that insulin dump. But when you keep your carbs in a, in a certain place, a little low, Here's what, this is what insulin spikes do when you eat food, spike your insulin, energy, energy, dump. Energy, energy, dump. When your carbs stay low, your highs and lows are less. So you stay pretty, you stay kind of the same all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're tired at first, but then that becomes your new normal. And now you're not tired anymore. But see, most people never get there. They bail out before, they be, before it becomes their new normal. It takes about two weeks. Like in my program, I call it the two-week blitz. And I put people on a two-week blitz. And that first two weeks is basically like cocaine detox. <laughs> you know, that white that white crack that we all put in our, our, our cereals and our coffee, oh, that yeah. white crack, that sugar, 
Uh, you got to <laughs> detox. You got to actually detox from that. Hmm. And, and, and that comes in different forms. You know, sugar, it starts out as sugar. Bread ends up as sugar. Potatoes end up as sugar. Yams. Sure. All that ends up, the last thing that it turns into before our bodies say is sugar. Mm-hmm. So all of that is sugar. So so once we get the sugar down and get your body to, to, to work off of less sugar, then that means you have less insulin floating around your body. And insulin is what makes us gain water, gain most of our weight because insulin transports nutrients into your cells. So whatever's floating around our body, when that insulin gets secreted, is pushed into our cells. Okay. And carbs make you hold water. So when those carbs are pushed in, that's where weight gain comes from. So that's why I got to control that. Okay. We have to control the carbs. So your diet will be based off of how your body responds to carbs. Okay. So I may change them. I might change your carbs a couple of times. I might change your diet a couple of times to, before we get it right. But we have to be consistent so that I know how it's actually working for me to make changes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I put people on eating programs, they don't stick to it. They keep changing it every day. And I'm like, I don't know if it's working because you won't do it. You have to do it for me to know whether or not that works because it's the numbers that matter. Mm-hmm. Everyone takes, everyone processes foods differently. Off of, some people can do 50 grams of carbs. Some people can do 100 grams of carbs. Some people can do only 25. I'm, I'm carb sensitive. I eat a little carbs. I get a lot of insulin secretion. So I got to do, if I want to lose and lean out, I got to do low carbs. I got to do high cardio. My body works, looks best when I do high cardio. I hate cardio. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but it, but my body I'm works also better. for my heart and that's why I do it, but <laughs> I hate I it. Hate cardio. <laughs> but Let's go basketball it, game. I'll go play basketball. I'll go do that. But I, just, you know, you know, whatever, whatever, besides <laughs> a treadmill or a bike. But it works best. So that's what I did when I competed. I had to do cardio. I tried to I tried to do the Arnold Classic one year with less food, less cardio, and my body, my muscles were soft. I had to fill more water. I look horrible. I look horrible. And I and I'm like, I can't do that. I gotta do it the hard way. I gotta do the high cardio, high calorie, or high, not high calorie, but lots of food. Like, yeah. like I said, it was three pounds of chicken five times a day. When I was doing the low carb, the low ca- uh, cardio, I was only doing six ounces of chicken instead of eight, instead of ten, but it didn't work for me. <laughs> so, but my friend looked great like that. Yeah, my friend looked great. This guy named Chris Aceto, you know, he works with a lot of bodybuilders over the years, and he did it. And I was like, Chris, that don't work for me. I, I can't, I can't do it that way. This is my point. It's you can't just take what. And Chris is not some rookie. Okay, I I hired him to help me. So no, he's no rookie. He's been yeah. in the industry for years. It just it's just that didn't work for me. Yeah. So with you, it's the same thing. I have to find out what works for you. So when I put you on, when I do start your diet, I'm going to put you on something, and then after about a week, I'll ask you questions. So how did you feel? How's your energy? Mm-hmm. You know, are you peeing a lot? Are you hotter? There's these certain things that I need to know whether or not it's working. I give you a good example. I had a guy. He, uh, I had three guys and I was working with in LA. One was 60 years old. He was, he's doing what he had to do what you're doing. He didn't need to lose. He just needed to bring the muscle up. Another guy was really chubby. He needed to lose. Mm-hmm. And another guy was the same. He needed to lose before the, his definition would come in. So the first guy, the guy like you, I wasn't really looking for much in weight change. I just wanted to hear about his energy and his strength. 
And that's what we'll be doing with you. How's your energy? How's your strength? Are you noticing you're peeing a lot? Are you noticing you're hot? Are your inches going down a little bit, but the weight's staying about the same? Because like with Kelly, she never her weight never dropped. The diet I planned the first day, I never had to change. It worked the entire program. That's never happened before, ever. I told her, you know, you're the first person I ever worked with that I never had to change the diet. It worked the entire time. Because normally a diet has an expiration date. Yeah. It'll work and then it'll stop working. It'll plateau and then I got to change it. Hers never stopped working. Wow. And she went from not eating at all, okay, just barely eating, to eating five times a day, four to six ounces of, of protein, three carb meals and vegetables with each carb meal, and then two more meals after. She was up to the first day, she can barely get in three of the meals. She was like, when I was reading, when I was telling her what to do, the look on her face was like, First, she was all excited, and as I kept giving her more food. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a crazy mind game. I've I've been like learning this, and I'm like, I look at what I'm supposed to be eating just from the things I've been reading, and I'm like, I don't know how I eat more and I'm gonna lose weight. That does not make sense. <laughs> she kept she just kept changing the look at her face, and when I was done, she was like, I can't eat all that. <laughs> I go, I know you can't. You've trained your body to eat like peanuts in a, in a glass of water. <laughs> I go, just do your best. Just do just do your best. So the first day she goes, <laughs> she goes, I go, how did you do? She goes, I only got in three meals. She, I was like, okay, that's good. I said, I'm shocked you even got in three meals. <laughs> you know? And she was like, but I was stuffed. She goes, I, she goes, my stomach was out here. I didn't feel good. She goes, and I just knew I was going to wake up in it because I make you weigh yourself every morning. And she goes, I just knew I was going to weigh heavier. She goes, and I weighed 143 again. <laughs> and then she goes, the next day I can only get in three. And then I woke up 143. Then the next day I got in four. And as we train, as I kick up the intensity, I create more hunger. And that's the key to training. Your training needs to create hunger for you to eat more food. Don't just eat the food. Eat it because your body's asking for it. And I'll tell you how to listen to why your body's asking for it. So we got to four meals. Eventually we got to five meals where she can get them all in because the body was asking for it. Mm. She didn't have to force it. Then it went to the point where her body was tearing through every meal she ate and her weight never changed. Awesome. <laughs> so that's why I said, you're kind of going to do what she does. We're going to build your muscle up. So these three guys had different physiques. One was a white dude. Another guy was white. The other guy was uh, Middle Eastern. So the Middle Eastern guy and the, the other white guy, they both had to drop weight. The Middle Eastern guy drops 13 pounds in three workouts, <laughs> something like that. Wow. No, six workouts. The first two weeks, 13 pounds gone. Wow. The other, the, the, his buddy wasn't dropping. He was 36. The other guy was 56. He didn't drop anything. I think, he dropped, I think he dropped five pounds. But he never dropped anything else. He just stayed at five. And But I'd ask him the questions. Are you hot? Yes. Are your inches going? Yes. Are you peeing a lot? Yes. How's your energy? Great. I said, stay the course. Stay the course. And it was funny. Like week four, five pounds. Week five, five pounds. Week six, still only five pounds. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because he kept, and he was, I know he was trying to convince himself. <laughs> He's like, I'm still peeing. I'm still 
I I'm not sure why you're asking me these questions, but I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing changing, but I'm a, so I go stay the course. Trust me. Do you trust me? Yeah. Stay the course. Week eight comes. He drops 15 pounds. Boom. 15. Wow. I go, your body was fighting it. It was, I don't, you just were fighting it. Your body wasn't letting it go. Now when you see him on Instagram, he's ripped. <laughs> He's been ripped ever since. And I'll say hi to him. And he's like, hey, Jace, oh my God, what's up, man? You got tank tops on. I'm like, look at you all, all half naked on the internet. Look at you all half naked. <laughs> I, tell you, I had a girl, Brenda, do the same thing. She had a baby and she was covering up, covering up. One day she said, she started coming in the gym with less and less, you know. Yeah. One day she comes in, she got short shorts on. She got a half tank top on. I'm like, uh, Brenda, you know you can't come in here naked, right? <laughs> She was like, I look good. I go, yeah, you look good. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you go, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> but the, I love that when I see people just start to really, really appreciate the work. And yeah. see, and when you do the work, that's how you act. That's how you feel about yourself. You feel pretty freaking good. Mm -hmm. So for you, so let's go back to you. Okay. Um, we need to, I need to get your eating right. So tell me how you eat right now. Well, I have been using my macro. <laughs> so just tell me like your first meal, second meal, third meal, fourth meal. Okay, on, on average, I probably do, I have a hard time eating in the morning. So I know that's something that I probably should do better at. I do drink coffee in the morning. Just tell me what you do. So I don't need all your history. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to. What do you just tell me? Okay. I don't expect I you to, I don't expect you to be doing things perfect. I know okay. you don't know. Okay. So just. When I get up in the morning, I... I love this. Okay. So I have two cups of coffee. I get up pretty early to what work. Do you put, what do you use in it? Um, depending on the coffee, I'll either use a creamer or a honey. Um, just depending on the taste of the coffee. Sugar, sugar creamer, no, non-sugar? Um, no it's, it's like the delight creamer. Okay, okay cool. Next, um, food. Food-wise. Food-wise, I'll usually I don't really eat until about lunchtime. And Why? Why? Um, because I let my work take over my eating. <laughs> I just honestly the, you eat your work. I heard the dog. I heard the dog ate my homework before, but I thought that was just <laughs> a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. So but, are you okay? Let me let me back up. When do you when are you hungry in the morning? When's the first time you notice you're hungry? Well, usually I don't. And until last week when I started upping my cardio into weight training, now I've seen a huge difference. So and now so, that, like, so now when do you notice it? Mm -hmm. What time? But I never did before. I never was hungry till about two o'clock in the afternoon. That's what I was talking about earlier. Your training creates a hunger. So mm -hmm. when uh what time do you okay? What time do you go to bed at night? Average, um, average. Probably eleven. When's your last meal the night before? Is there is there a time usually? Either between six and eight. Okay, so between six and eight is your last meal. You go mm -hmm. to bed around eleven. You wake up at. Um, either between five thirty and six thirty. Okay, and your first time you notice you're hungry now that you're noticing hunger. Um, about. 11 o'clock, about lunchtime. 11 o'clock. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what you just told me. You, The last meal you eat 
is at six to seven in the evening. Mm-hmm. You go to bed at eleven, so that food is gone somewhere. Or depending on what you eat, if you if you eat carbs, you're going to go to sleep on those. If your metabolism is slow, uh, I think you have a slow metabolism or just non-existent right now. Okay. Um, so this is what you're saying. I eat a meal at six o'clock. The next time I'm hungry is 17 hours later. 17 hours. The only way you should not be hungry is if you're dead. Because <laughs> if you're alive, you should be burning some calories. And you're not. I can't go two, three hours without without my, my body saying, I need some food. Yeah. I wake up throughout the night starving at least twice. I can't get up in the morning without eating because I have a metabolism. Mm-hmm. You have a very slow metabolism. You've developed that over time. That's yeah. why when you train, you're not getting any harder because your body's like, you're starving me. So it's using muscle to for your workouts and you're not replacing it. So you're slowly losing muscle which means if you lose muscle and your and your weight stays the same, uh-huh. that means your body fat is what? Higher. If you lose weight and lose body fat, it goes down. If you lose weight and lose muscle and it goes down, your body fat's staying the same, but you're losing but your muscle's going down. But if you lose weight, if you stay the same weight and lose muscle, that means you lost density, but your weight hasn't changed, which means your fat had to go up. Something yeah. is keeping you at one That's I was just using 140. Let's say the number is 140. Something's keeping you at 140, and we know it ain't muscle because you're losing that. Yeah. And you ain't getting any more extra bones. Am I adding bones to your body? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grew some hair. I grew some hair. <laughs> <laughs> when my hair was here, it was 128. When my hair down here, I'm 140. <laughs> So, so you're, you're basically in starvation mode for hours. Okay. Hours. So I have to create, I have to make you hungry when you wake up in the morning. Okay. Okay. So I don't need to hear nothing else as far as what you need. <laughs> I can't take another, I can't take another thing out of that. Okay. I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the crazy thing is because I allow myself to get so busy with work and other things in my life that I haven't really put in the effort to really eating the right way. And I know this. This is why I was embarrassed to tell you because I knew what I'm, I know what I'm doing. And- oh, trust me. I knew you were stumbling and bumbling and um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I always tell people when I ask you what you ate and you don't tell me right away. You don't need to tell me because you're trying to figure it out. Well, what should I tell them? <laughs> like when somebody's on the diet and I know they're on it, mm-hmm. I'll go, how's the diet going? And they can't wait to tell me because they can't believe they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> People who aren't doing the diet, they're not so happy. And when, and I ask them because I already know. By the way, I'll never ask you a question I don't already have the answer to. <laughs> Especially when it comes to eating and stuff, because I already know what you should. I already know what you should be saying. I already know how you should be feeling. Like once, like when I won the USA, me and a friend of mine, we were the favorites to win. Good friend of mm-hmm. mine, and we were both, you know, 
we were the favorites. They were talking about Idris or Troy, Troy or Idris. Who's gonna win? Da, 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 you know, trying to create this freaking drama and hype, right? Yeah. And the, the promoter John Lindsay used to call us, you know, on the way to the contest as we were getting closer. How you feeling? How you doing? So after the contest, I, I went. He takes me to dinner in Vegas because the show's always out in Vegas at UNLV. Mm-hmm. And we sit down, and he was like, he goes, I knew it. And I, and I, I kicked everybody's ass that day. I, perfect nice. scores across the board. And I was 36. I was one of the oldest guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get there, and he's like, he goes, I knew you were going to, I knew you were going to win. I go, why? He said, because when I called you, you were miserable. <laughs> <laughs> he said, when I called Troy, he was way too happy. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was so tired. He goes, I can hear it in your voice. Because when you're, because when you're, you, when you get that low, when your body fat gets down to fours and fives, your body's fighting the hell out of you. It's like new. It's this un- abort mission. It's not good. You're too low, and you have to steal more body fat. And that's when all the tricks, carb loading, cycling, protein cycling, water. There's all this water manipulation with food. Because you're doing two hours of cardio and an hour workout every single day. I'm working out three hours a day. You can't work out anymore. So now it's all food. Yeah. And that's how, and that's why people like me who do it at this level, that's why we're so expert. That's why we know so much about food because yeah. food is our sport. It's the only sport where food dictates your success. Food dictates a bodybuilder's success on stage because they're not counting our reps. They're not counting. They're not seeing how much we're lifting. It's your look. It's how your body looks when you get up there. So what we're going to do for you is this. We got to get you to start getting us complex carbon, and I have to get you hungry in the morning. Okay. So um, what's that last meal at six? What does it normally consist of? Um, I'll usually do like a meat and a vegetable and then maybe like a brown rice or something like that. Okay, so that brown rice is no longer part of your evening regimen. regimen. Okay. And it doesn't matter how late you eat your food. Uh-huh. It's what you eat, not 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 what you not it's what you eat, not when you eat. Okay. It's what you eat. If you're hungry, you're supposed to eat. But see, you've trained your body to not be hungry. So yep. when you eat that rice at night, it stays with you until it knows you're going to eat again, which is around 11. So mm. your body just holds on to it because it knows you're not going to eat any. Mm. So it just kind of hangs on to it till it's time for you to eat. The body's not stupid. It's always going to combat the dumb stuff we do to it. Yeah. When we starve ourselves, it's trying to save us from ourselves. But yeah. it's not going to do it the way you necessarily want it to. <laughs> okay. There's a book called You Are the Placebo. I have the audio book and I, and I read it. I listened to it one time and I was like, I like the book, but it's the one thing it's not saying is, yeah, the body will heal itself, but it might not heal itself the way you want it to. It's just going to heal itself. Yeah, It'll heal itself any way it wants to. So um, what I want you to do is cut out rice as your last meal. Mm-hmm. Your first meal is going to be an, a, a, a low glycemic carb. So do you like yams, oatmeal, sweet potatoes, grits, yeah. cream of wheat? You like any of that? What's mm-hmm. your, what, what do you like? Um, I love yam, sweet potatoes. I mean, really any of that. Okay. Oatmeal, I'm like, mm. okay. But so you I, eat about you. It sounds like you eat twice a day normally. Um, pretty much, yeah. How did I know that? How did I know that? <laughs> How did I know that? 
I just sit there going, damn, I didn't know that. You see way through me. Actually, I have cameras in your house. I just watch. Oh. Just <laughs> me and your husband have been friends for years. He tells me everything. <laughs> no, the reason I knew that is because for you to go without eating from 6 to 11 and you finally eat and then you eat at 6 again, that's only that's only seven hours later. You just went 17. You could do another seven. So that's why I knew that. Um, so this is what you're going to do tonight. You're going to just do a salad for dinner, chicken, but put some protein in it. Okay. Dark green leafy vegetables. Cucumbers are fine. Tomatoes are fine. Pickles, you know, cucumbers, tomatoes, onions, you, make it a good salad. Don't eat nasty food. Okay. Nobody wants to diet on nasty food. So enjoy your, enjoy your salad. Put about the most I want you to put for right now since is about two to three ounces. Eh, let's go with three ounces of protein. So chicken or tuna. What what are you going to put? Uh, probably chicken. So put three ounces of chicken in your salad. I want your salad to have three, at least three cups of vegetables. Okay. Okay. Soon as you're hungry. Including the lettuce or the green, like the. Just the green stuff. Just the dark green stuff. Not the tomatoes and all that. Okay. Um, and the dressing, what kind of dressings do you like? Um, I've been switching over to like a vinaigrette and usually I'll just barely sprinkle some ranch on it. Cause I try to not have You can it. do light dressings as long as the calories are low. Okay. So you can do a, a ranch light. I usually do like ranch light or I'll do a raspberry vinaigrette, which I love. Yeah. Um, you can do any kind of vinaigrette. I, you know, I prefer vinaigrette, but the, the low, the light ranches are fine. Yeah. So you're going to do that tonight and okay. tomorrow you're not going to eat at all until you're hungry. Okay. Okay. To your body says, feed me. And what that feels like is, you know, when you get so hungry that nobody better say anything to you until you eat. <laughs> we call that hangry at my house. <laughs> that's, that's what I call it. So you're going to, you that's when you're actually supposed to eat. Okay. Folks, you're supposed to eat when you're hangry because that means your blood sugar is low. It's time to eat. Most people eat because of the clock or because they feel hungry. Normally, you feel hungry an hour or so before you actually are hungry. Mm -hmm. So people usually eat because they feel hungry, but they don't realize a lot of things that make you feel hungry, sometimes thirst makes you feel hungry. Sometimes walking past Winchell's makes you feel hungry. <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm. <laughs> so you got to pay attention to your body and your, when your body tells you you're hungry and that's when you're hangry. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow you're not going to eat till you're hangry. Okay. And when you do eat, you're going to eat 25 grams of cream of wheat, grits, oatmeal. What do you want? Um, probably sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. So you're going to do 25 grams of sweet potatoes. You got a scale at home? Yep. Scale? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Research it. I can tell you now it's probably four ounces because eight ounces is 50 grams. Four ounces of a yam should be 25 grams. But research it. I want you to do your research. Okay. You're going to do 25 grams that meal. And you're going to do 30 grams of protein. Do you do a protein shake? Um, I haven't. I have them. Yeah. I haven't used them okay. in a while. But 30 grams of protein is hard to get in with eggs. Because an, an egg white is honest, uh, egg white is about three grams of protein. So to get 30 in, you got to do what? Pretty much a dozen eggs. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think you want to do a dozen eggs. <laughs> okay. That's why I didn't do eggs as a protein source because it was I, I I'm doing I'm doing 50, 60 grams of protein a meal. Well, yeah. Because of my size. I ain't doing three dozens of eggs. Right. <laughs> so I would do omelets, but I made my protein up with chicken. So okay. I would do eight ounces of chicken with my omelet. Okay. You're going to do 30 grams of protein. So you can do chicken in the morning with your with your uh, meal. You can do fish. Um, and I want you to research these too. Research how much chicken, and this is cooked. The only thing that you measure dry is your is oatmeal, cream of wheat, stuff like that. Okay. Everything else you measure after you prepare it because you need to consume three ounces of protein. You need to consume uh, 50, 25 grams of carbs. But when you but oatmeal, it measures out 25 grams of carbs when it's already before you cook it. Because once you cook it, it expands. Mm -hmm. So if you was to cook it and expand and then measure it out, you're not getting 25 grams. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why that's how and, and that's how that works. Rice too, rice after you cook it. Okay. After you cook it. So everything else you, you measure after you cook. So you're gonna do your 25 grams of carb, low glycemic carb yam. And you're going to do 30 grams of protein, either chicken, turkey is the leanest meat, chicken, fish are pretty lean. Some fish have more fat, obviously, but fish is, fish is one of the foods that you lean out easier on because there's not a lot to it. That's why with fish, I give you more fish. Like for chicken, I'm only saying three ounces, four, three, three to four. For mm -hmm. fish, I'm saying six because you, you eat chicken and you'll be like, did I even eat? Like, did I even eat? <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, chicken, you'll feel like you've eaten. Fish, you feel like uh, you haven't even eaten. So you got to eat a little more fish because I also have to satiate you. You have to be satiated at the end of your meal. That's why people go nuts. That's why people want carbs because bread, potatoes, those satiate us. Most people say, I'm addicted to carbs. No, you're not. You love feeling good after you eat. Vegetables don't, doesn't do that. <laughs> Kale doesn't make you feel like like bread does. Mm. Chicken doesn't make you feel like potatoes do. Yep. So it's the, it's the feeling. People think they're addicted to the food. No, no one's ever. Who's addicted to crack? Nobody. They're addicted to how crack makes them feel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everybody knows smoking cigarettes is not good, but they still do it anyway. Why? Because of how it makes them feel. Mm -hmm. So we need to understand why we do stuff. You're not addicted to carbs. You're addicted to how carbs make you feel. Yeah. So you have to eat enough food to get that feeling, the right type of foods. So that's why when you did when you're when you're on a program, you can eat more protein and more vegetables all day because they don't make you retain water. Only the carbs do. Okay. See? So as you start to get carbs out of your system, your body that's holding water from those carbs, the body doesn't have a reason to hold the water anymore. And now you start peeing it out. And now your peeing frequency goes up. That's why I said to you, are you peeing more? How's the pee? Ask my clients. How's you peeing? How you <laughs> they feel like they're probably two years old. Did you pee today? <laughs> <laughs> mommy, mommy, your drink is like I peed. You know? <laughs> okay, I need to see it. Just tell me about it. <laughs> so I'm trying to get your pee because you that's where weight loss is. Everybody doesn't understand weight loss. And I'll tell them, no, it's through your urination. And they'll be like, I go, what did you add to your body that, that would add weight? 
bones, organs? Did you get a new a fourth lung? Like, what did you do? Nothing. You're just holding water. It's all water retention. If you bump your arm and it swells up, you gain weight from a bruise because the water, you, your body rushes, the water rushes to that area. And when you drink, it stays in there because any kind of infection. I was taking allergy pills one time, getting ready for a contest, and I had to stop taking them because I wasn't dropping my water because anytime you take a foreign body, the body's response is water retention. So I had to stop doing my allergy shots and then the water came off and I want, you know, and then I kept mm -hmm. going. So there's a lot of things that make you hold water. And I have the reason I'm asking all these questions and I got to know what you're eating because I need to know what's going in you if you're not dropping weight. Yeah. So I can go, what are you doing? I'm doing this. This is, I had a girl one time. She was like, I put on four pounds. I'm like, you put on what? She goes, I put on four pounds. I go in a day. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm like, what do you, did you, what did you, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> She's like, I'm nothing. I'm doing it. I said, no. I said, how could you keep doing the same thing, losing weight, losing weight, losing weight, and then gain four pounds, doing exactly the same thing? That's impossible. <laughs> so I started asking her questions, and she's like, you know, I, I had some fruit. No, no. She goes, I go. She goes, I had some dried fruit. I go, what did you just say? She goes, I had some dried fruit. I go, dried fruit. She goes, yeah. I go, do you know how they make dried fruit? <laughs> Anything that can sit on the counter for 10 weeks just fine, it's called a fruit, you shouldn't eat. Yeah. <laughs> fruit don't last on counters for 10 weeks. <laughs> I said, all the preservatives and sugars, they, I said, that's why you put on four pounds. Another girl, she did carne asada, put on four pounds. I go, what'd you eat? Carne asada. I go, do you know how much sodium is in carne asada? <laughs> She cuts it out, adds a water, it's gone in two days. So oh, okay. I have to know what you're doing because I can fix it really quick. Yeah. So that's why I tell people, don't lie to me. I need to know what you're doing. If you're going to cheat, ask me and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll let you know what to cheat with. Okay. And then we start, and that's how you develop. That's how you get to a normal lifestyle. Okay. We, we, we learn your body as we lean out and we see how the food's affecting you, how rice affects you, how oatmeal effect. We change the foods up, but you do it with me because now we're going to expand your diet. So once it's all said and done, you know all the foods you can eat and how much to maintain the look that you have. See I what I mean? That. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that that's, that's how I do my program. I want you to be able to eat whatever the hell you want one day because you know how it affects you before you put it in your mouth. Yeah. And as you get better, I start asking you what changes to make. Yeah. So as you, as I start to believe you understand, like I have a client, Mark, he's 60, 58, 59, he'll be 60 actually. And I've been training him for years when I live in LA and I, and I train him now online in the morning. And he, now he, I know he understands how I'm dieting him. So I'll let him make decisions. I'm like, he'll say like, Oh, I, I, I feeling this. So I added this. I go, how much did you add? And I'm like, all right, good call. If I don't like it, I'll be like, nah, I don't want you to add that right now because what I'm seeing, I don't like, and you're flat right now, and I don't see any volume to your muscles. So, so yeah. I'll, I'll change it sometimes, but I do know he gets it finally. Yeah. So that's that's another way how I take you from me coaching you to you understanding what I'm doing for you. That's why you can't really tell somebody else what you're doing because yeah. I'm going by what your body's telling telling me, and then I'm responding to what it's telling me. Yeah. And, we, and not even to mention the workouts. We haven't even gone there yet. <laughs> once we start training and the way I train you is going to it's going to make changes. And then I have to diet you according to how your body's responding to the training. Because you yeah. might burn calories way more efficiently. So I'm going to have to make some changes over here.
Okay. See, so it's it's a song. It's a dance. It's a dance. It's not just here's a she here's a one here's a workout here's a meal plan. Good luck. Yeah, that'll happen. Good luck will happen. Whatever <laughs> that diet, whatever they give you is going to work until it doesn't, and then that's it. Yeah. And then you won't know what to change because you don't even know why it worked in the, from the first place. You don't know what I always tell people: you lost weight, but you can't tell me why you lost that weight. You can't tell me why. You can't say, "Oh, well, because when this amount of carbs created this, and this kind of protein caused that." It, it, you can't tell me that because that's the answers you have to have to be very successful at this. Mm-hmm. And, but that's what we're going to do. You're going to learn all these answers. So, mm-hmm. nighttime, no more carbs, and plus. Yes. You can't go into a REM sleep while your body's digesting sugars. Okay. Okay. You will have go into a much deeper sleep when you're not eating carbs at night. Okay. So soon as you're hangry, what you going to do? Going to eat my um, sweet potatoes and my protein. How much? How many grams of sweet potato? Oh man, I didn't write that down. I was going to watch it again and write it down. <laughs> I was using this for my notebook. I was like, I'll I, didn't, I didn't see you right there. You got your notebook? You got, oh, your, notebook? You got your notebook? Um, I do right over get it, here. Get it, get it, get it, Okay, so 25 grams of carbs. And you're going to do yams. That's fine. If you ever wake up one day and you want to do oatmeal, it's still 25 grams. If you want to do grits, it's a little different. Check the, um, check the uh, nutritional facts. And see what a what a serving is before you make your decisions, but it's always twenty five grams. Okay. Um, and then thirty grams of protein via protein shake, food. If you want to do eggs, that's fine, but understand that you're only getting three grams per egg white. Okay. There's also three grams in the egg yolk, and that's where the fat is, and it's not that big a deal. People really, really make a big deal about whole eggs to egg whites. It's really not that big a deal. <laughs> I, I tell people, like, you know, you could do, I told this one lady, I'm like, you could do barbecue chicken, you could do teriyaki chicken. She's like, really? I can do barbecue sauce? I'm like, as long as you don't drink the bottle with the chicken, are you just, are you just talking just a little, some seasoning? <laughs> well, isn't there sugar in there? I'm like, yeah, but not as much as that cake you used to eat. <laughs> And, and I'm like, and you're really going to do chicken with no flavor? Not for long. No. <laughs> so Shouldn't I, I give you something that you're actually going to do? I got to make your diet doable. Otherwise, you ain't going to do it. Yeah. So, so you can put seasoning on there. All kinds of seasoning are great. Just start getting low sodium seasonings okay. and low sugar seasonings. We want to control those two. Okay? Okay. Um, what else? What else? So you're gonna do so that's your that's your breakfast. Okay. What's your now when you're hangry again, what are you gonna do? Do I do that again? <laughs> okay, because I didn't tell you, I want to see what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? that, was, that was a trick question. I was just having fun that time. That was, it was just me having fun. <laughs> I was like, I ain't telling you, yeah, let's see what she said. Um, you're gonna do what I told you to do your last meal. You're gonna do okay. about three to four ounces of protein. And three cups of veggies. Steam. Now, then you could do steamed veggies. You could do raw. I don't care how you, how you do your veggies, but you need three cups. Okay. Because here's the thing about vegetables and potatoes. They're both carbs. Okay. When most people, when we say zero carbs or low carbs, we only mean the starches. Potatoes, rice, bread, pasta. Those are starches. 
fibrous carbs are your vegetables. Okay. Tons and tons and tons of fibrous carbs. Okay. I ate that's that's the only carbs we really eat when we're getting ready for a contest is fibrous carbs. Tons of that. Because they don't make you retain water. And they speed your metabolism up and they give you vitamins and minerals. And so your next meal when you're hangry okay. is three ounces of protein, chicken. If you ever do fish, do double your protein. So if you're okay. doing three ounces of chicken or turkey breast, chicken breast, do six ounces of fish. Okay. And when you do fish, fillets, tilapia, flounder, halibut, because those are your steak fish, so to speak. Shark, okay? Okay. That doesn't include crawfish and shellfish. doesn't include none of that stuff. Okay. Um, so you're going to do your... your Three ounces of chicken or turkey, no red meat for now, because red meat, because of the fat, the calories are too high. Okay. Because fat is nine calories per gram, carbs and proteins are four. So when you eat fat, you double your calorie intake. Okay. Double it. Now, even though I don't count calories, I know how I know how much they are. <laughs> I still know, I'm still aware of them. Okay. But it's not how much how many calories you eat, it's where those calories are coming from. The yeah. source of those calories. So when you do a low glycemic carb like the yams and stuff like that, the reason that I like those is because low glycemic. Do you know what that even means? Um, Someone says a low glycemic carb and why they're better to eat than a high glycemic carb. Not exactly. No. Okay, it's basically without you know getting into it. It's how much insulin has to be secreted to break that carb down. Because insulin is what the transport of nutrients, and insulin is how we gain all of our weight. How you know how you become a diabetic? By eating foods that constantly make your body secrete insulin. Now insulin is constantly in your system. And pretty soon, just like if you take pain pills or drugs, once you've flooded your system with pain pills, now one pain pill doesn't work, you need two. Now two doesn't work, you need three. Now you now this weed doesn't work. You need cocaine. That's the same thing with insulin. And then eventually the body stops being the body stops responding to the insulin, and now you're a diabetic. Hmm, okay. So ins, insulin is going to do its job, but if it's constantly floating around the body, the body becomes immune to it. Okay. And it doesn't work anymore. That's why type two diabetes, no one should have it. Yeah. Because you actually create it. Type one, you're born with. Type two, you actually create. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're trying to control insulin here. We're trying to keep your insulin down. We're trying to keep your stress down. We're trying to keep your, because estrogen, estrogen had a lot to do with weight gain too. Increased cortisol levels. That's when people who don't handle their stress, don't get their stress out. And people who were exercise too much because too much exercise makes you gain weight too. <laughs> like Bailey, when I met her, she was doing CrossFit all the time, CrossFit all the time. I said, you're working out way too much. I'm going to take you from six days a week down to four. She did not like that. <laughs> and when we got there, she once she finally got there, that's when she lost, what, 17 pounds in eight weeks and, and had energy. I'm like, yeah, because you ain't in the gym all freaking week. <laughs> of course you have energy. Because rest, rest is underrated. Recuperation is a mandatory thing. I call yeah. it the three-headed monster, the triad. Nutrition, training, and recuperation. You got to have all three, and they all have to work together. Okay. So you're going to do that 
So when you're hungry, the first meal is oatmeal when you're hungry and protein. Okay. The second meal is protein and veggies. And if you need a third meal tomorrow, you're going to repeat meal two. Okay. And we're going to try to get you to four to five meals a day. But we're going to do it by your body asking for it, not me just shoving food down your neck. Because okay. most people, I've had people say to me too, well, the more meals you eat, the more weight you lose. And I'm like, not if you're not burning those calories. <laughs> if you're not using those meals, you're going to gain weight. So you don't add those meals until your body's asking for those meals. Okay? Okay. So we'll just leave it there, right? We'll leave it right there for today. And awesome. Then I love next, that. Thank you. Next week we'll get into, see, because everybody wants to talk about working out. When working out doesn't matter if you don't have this part right. Yeah. That's why I didn't go with the workout stuff. <laughs> It doesn't matter. You have it. You have all the correct information, so I love it. Well, you can't I told you to call me out anytime I was going too far. You on can't. It. You can't outwork the wrong nutritional program. Yeah. You can work your behind off. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like like Bailey was working out six times a week doing CrossFit, and she couldn't lose a pound for two years. In eight weeks, she loses seventeen. Wow. <laughs> with less workout. This is a crazy thing. This is what I love about learning all of this because it is completely different than you've ever learned in your life. Like everything I've learned, I have been having to throw out the window and start new. And, and I'm glad you're able to do that because a lot of people can't do it. They, they really, really can't do it. Mark did that. Mark kept fighting me, the guy in California. Yeah. And I trained him before. So he it's not like he didn't know who I was and what I knew, right? Yeah. So I'm training and I, and he's not and I one day after three weeks, I'm looking, I'm going, Mark, what are you doing? And he goes, Why? I said, because you don't look like you're supposed to look. I know what you're supposed to look like right now, and that ain't it. <laughs> so he's looking at me and I'm like, What are you doing? Tell me, first meal, what? Because he, I could tell he wasn't like he wasn't taught. I'm like, tell me what? I ate this, and I ate this. So he finishes, I go like this. Who told you to do that? Because I didn't tell you to do that. I said, I told you, and I laid it out. And I go, this is what you're going to do tomorrow. I jumped in his I jumped in his butt. <laughs> I won't jump into your butt unless you ask me to. And then I'll, and then I'll, happily, and then I'll happily do it. <laughs> I love it. I am one that if I'm doing something wrong, you tell me because I love learning from the master. And this, I, I, guys, this is awesome. You, you Sheree, a little I, always tell, I always tell people there's a nice guy and there's the other guy. I have both. <laughs> And I'm good at, and I like them both. I'll use either one that you want me to use. But, but I'll finish with this. So he goes, so three days later, we get on, to go, we go to work out. And he goes, Adris, I woke up this morning and my son goes, wow, dad, you're looking great. He goes, three days after you told me. He goes, and then he goes, do you know why I wasn't changing, Adris? And I go, what? He goes, I couldn't wrap my mind around eating more what made me lose weight. I goes, I couldn't do it. I just, my mind wouldn't allow me to believe that. He goes, eating more, I lose weight. And I go, it's what you're eating, not the fact that you're eating. It's what, it's what I'm feeding you. Yeah. You'll act like all food is created equal, and it's not. All yeah. carbs aren't equal. All workouts aren't equal. All veggies aren't equal. None of they're not all equal. But we won't know until you, till we, we're diligent and we stick to something and see what it does. And then I can start making changes off of that. So remember that if you don't stick to the letter, I can't make changes because you're already making them. Yeah. One moment. Okay. I love it.
No, I am so excited. I'm excited to get started with this and see what changes it makes for me because I, I have felt a little stuck, especially because I do know that I haven't been eating enough. So I love this. So you guys, we're going to end this here, but this is such great information today. And I'm so excited to be able to start doing this new program because I, I think it's going to be amazing. I know I'm going to see results. That's the crazy thing. I already know. So I'm all excited. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Coach Andreas. You, you, you are it. amazing. Thank you for spending this time. It really is helpful. And even just the ideas of changing our mind to believe these different things, it is huge. And once everybody can get their mind right and know that they need to actually get the right nutrition. I know it's going to work wonders for other people and reach out to Adrice. If you guys want to know a program for you guys, I'm going to put all of his links in this as well. I'm going to have it on my podcast as well. I want you guys to connect with him and have him help you out with the program himself. So love you. Okay. Thanks Adrice. You have See you guys next week. See ya. We do, we do train. We start to change training next week. Okay. Awesome. I'm all ready. Right. Okay. Right. See ya. See ya. Okay, you guys, this has been amazing. This I love every conversation that I have with Adrice. He has so many wonderful, amazing things, and he has a wealth of knowledge that, I mean, just the understanding how the carbs work in our body and how water works in our body, just those little things and you put them all together, it can mean amazing things for you. But definitely reach out to him. Join his group. Also, I'll have all those links there as well. But keep coming. Keep showing up on Friday because if you're showing up, that means you're ready to change your life. And I am so excited for you because that is what amazing feels like. But anyway, love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. Love you mothers out there. Hope you guys get spoiled. And I will see you guys next time.